1: Please hope everybody had a good weekend. Welcome into the show. Hope everybody had a good Father's Day weekend. take out the trash.
2: What a weekend it was, Grant Mills. You and I got to see each other. Uh, glad you came out. We also got to see uh, LD and Big Mac. Had a great weekend, catching up, getting some beers, and then Father's Day, so I'm feeling refreshed. How about yourself?
1: Oh, yeah. It was a good weekend. Had a chill, nerding it up hardcore with, uh, with video games and old wrestling uh, documentaries, biographies. Did you, did you
2: catch up on uh, some of the uh, dark side of the ring or the... Tell and he had them. a
1: biography series. Uh, it's called WWE Legends. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, been actually, it's kind of like Dark Side of the Ring, actually. Um, the way they kind of do it, but pretty fucking cool. And uh, the last one I watched was uh, uh, while I was working today, Mankind. Uh, yeah. Dude Loved. Yeah, man, what a cool fucking story that was.
2: Yeah, legend himself. I actually got to meet him once uh, at a convention. Uh, Man, Just the nicest guy. I think that's universally uh, speaking. Even the wrestler said he was too nice for the business. And just what a wonderful. Dude, I know that um, tomorrow, I think, I think I read it earlier. The one I've been looking forward to, I think on Vice, the Darks of the Ring with Doink the Clown. I'm excited to see that one.
1: Oh, okay. I haven't seen a promo for that i saw it on instagram uh earlier when i was uh
2: using the restroom so i was i got you <laughs> scrolling through but i i, I was a huge joint fan because he kind of went from a bad guy an evil clown to a fan favorite and dude clowns in general are just fucking creepy kids don't like that shit they're scared as hell of them so cool gimmick uh seemed like an interesting dude behind the makeup so i'm excited to see that one
1: i'm i'm excited too uh tomorrow night and that will be coming on check in. i still got a few of those uh, wwe legends too uh, there's still a few that i haven't seen going through the whole uh the whole deal there so yeah man just got man. what a, what uh I, like i said i never really uh got into wrestling too much i thought it was cool got into it a little bit but not really so you know like like you or some some people really get into it man they're pretty serious about it but uh I'm back and looking at it now as an adult. Man, just the whole everything's so cool. Like uh the marketing and shit they do for it and everything that goes into the business and uh, all of that shit, man. Um the Undertaker one was also really good. Oh I bet. Yeah, yeah.
2: Callaway, he seems like a cool dude. Um it's funny, they um he he held on to that gimmick so long and was always in character until he officially retired and now he does interviews everywhere. Um, and so, listening to him now, I think that was perfect timing. I, one, I can't believe how he kept under the wraps all those years. But two, it's like a vault of awesome, badass, behind the scenes stories opening up. And he's just like a dude from Texas. And uh, man, as a kid, I thought this motherfucker really was a mortician from Death Valley. uh I bought into that shit. But it's a cool business, man. I, I think we could probably even do a whole episode of just wrestling if you ever went down. But that's a. A tough business where guys die young. I mean, there's so much behind the scenes crazy shit. You're getting your shit jacked up. Uh, it's a rock star lifestyle. Um, I'm fascinated with it. I don't think we'll ever see the golden days of wrestling, probably late '70s to uh, late '90s, ever again. And uh, of course, the '80s. But uh,
1: did you like Shawn
2: Michaels? Love Shawn Michaels, absolutely, man. I, I wanted to be like him. I, I think he was one of uh, my inspirations when i was a quiet nerdy kid uh to try to be like a cooler version of myself i thought he was fucking badass uh, yeah and, and what a great fucking wrestler too did you like Shawn michaels did you ever see him wrestle
1: i really didn't back when he was popular there was uh i don't know like i said i didn't really get into it into it but i've heard of him and kind of saw some of him. but yeah i know he was in Degeneration d generation x which is pretty cool yeah and yeah. uh
2: the crops chopping shit uh- <laughs> I had
1: uh, one on that one too and then one on sean and uh china i hadn't seen that one yet i had a separate one on her but uh man yeah degeneration x was a cool group
2: yeah good group man god bringing back memories so yeah check that out i think i'm right on that i'll try to figure that out by the end of the show i think tomorrow's vice is doing the clown uh but uh yeah good shit
1: yeah so what did you guys do this weekend this week anything significant did the old battle axe take you out anywhere for father's day weekend they do anything breakfast in bed
2: you know they they they, they, they got me uh i did my favorite foods i was bad boy on the food this weekend i had i had pizza and i had steak you are bad pizza wow I know it, I can't even digest it like I used to. Pepperonis upset my stomach. (laughs) Handful of Tums nowadays after I eat. But yeah, they did that, they got me some goodies. A little gift card, I tell everybody, man, you don't have to get me shit if you insist. Get me a card, a gift card or something fun, cheap. Don't spend your money on me. Uh, But it was nice, sweet kids, lucky to have them. Uh, I enjoyed it, it really was nice. as a dad. And also, like I said, we got to celebrate with some of the other dads. Uh, you're childless. Uh, I tip my hat to you on that. Cause sometimes I want to choke myself uh, <laughs> dealing with them. But uh, yeah, we had a good, uh good weekend, Saturday night, had some beers. Now, what did, did you just stick with beer Saturday or did you actually dip into a drink?
1: I had a couple of Jack and Cokes oh, at the right. late night spot earlier. I was shooting some, uh, Gentleman jack i'm probably gonna stop drinking for a little bit after this go i have a little bit left of the bottle i'm just like eh, i don't know chill for a while
2: i think i'm with you i need to uh you know it's just uh i don't know i i feel much better when i don't during the week I, there was a time not alcoholic territory not not even close but you know it was almost like you know i wanted a shot every night or so something like that chill kind of relax. i think having a cocktail overnight is fine but i feel much better when i don't and i save it for a, a better occasion however i do feel i get a lot more drunk when i don't taper myself um, i don't know that's the only bad side if i'm not drinking a long time then i go out and drink i feel like i can't handle as much anymore i think there's something to
1: that might be getting old my friend no nah, i don't say it you're probably right <laughs> i know who's in the hill What up? How was your weekend? It was pretty
3: good, yeah. I'm I was just chilling like a player and shit. Man, baby, and uh,
1: (laughs) good. I'm glad you had a good fucking. (laughs) Yeah, that sounded like a great weekend. I will tell y'all one thing: I did have sex with a girl this weekend. You had sex with a girl. What happened? Man, she was so dumb. She got fired from a blowjob. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, oh, oh, dear. I'm like, I'm not getting any
3: better every time. Dumber and dumber, y'all.
1: Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I thought the shit was pretty fucking funny, you fuck. I like thought You
3: don't love that shit, y'all. Yeah that's pretty good
1: pretty good all right all right well you know what i'm glad we went down the goddamn weekend shit everybody had a good weekend um anything else did you do jay Wiggy? you know what i did
2: i uh i know i told you but i didn't announce to our beautiful wonderful guest i finally sucked it up i ordered a modded xbox 360 so I can get down on revamped. It's supposed to come with it already installed. So I know we love football here. I've been talking about revamped NCAA 2024 news uh, since I've been on the show. And I finally sucked it up. I, that should be here this week. How much, so how much did that run you? It was $100. Uh, that's not including the shipping. So about 120 at the end of the day. So not bad. Not bad. Yeah, it's already you got modded. Six bucks xbox 360. Okay, the,
1: 360 i got you
2: yeah the old school one but it's modded so that way you should and it already has the 360 installed and i have a ncaa 2014 disc because you have to have that to run revamp so oh yeah i weighed my options you know you need to spoil yourself sometimes i've been wanting to play that i have a feeling as always uh they're gonna push the game back so i needed my ncaa fix they're supposed to have Gotta an- get that
1: fix man
2: oh a honey. <sighs> I was doing the countdown today. What are we at? 70 something days for
1: kickoff? Yeah, it's about it's about that is about right. Um inside so man, we're gonna have to the uh do the college football preview show there in week zero, maybe the week before week zero. I don't know. Absolutely by the time you think you'll have a uh, all the schedules should be really done and done because I know they came out, but not everything is there, right? So uh, once they the complete ones come out yeah um we should do the yeah. show we'll do a preview show on that show.
2: yeah i did a, i did a little bit of a look at some of the weeks so we're going to have some great games this year you know it's always hard to predict how good the games will be but there's always great games um and i and i talked to you guys uh, ld and yourself about some of them that we're going to try to catch on week 2 when the Bajos ld ld shout out to ld i never uh, liked ld yeah. Uh...
3: Well, <laughs> uh, why, man? I just—I never care for
1: Okay. <laughs> oh, well, well each their own. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
2: uh, what were you talking about? Again? Oh man, Wiz <laughs> always trying to stir the pot and shit. He is
1: stirring the pot. What? stirring the pot.
2: <laughs> we ain't listening. Um. Yeah, we're gonna have some great games this year in the world of college.
1: Yeah, the football. college football preview, everyone. That's coming up. That's the next. Uh, hell, man, you know that's so much of what we talk about here. And man, for been talking about it for a couple of years, and uh, it's just fun, fun stuff. And that's what motherfuckers want to. That's what we do down here in Ohio. We talk about football and fuck our cousins. Uh, no, not really, <laughs> but we definitely talk about football and watch it. Let's go ahead and get the phones. <laughs> Oh, we got, <laughs> we got Leslie in Silicaga Perfect. Leslie, what up? Welcome to the show.
3: Hey, boys, this is Leslie from Sylacauga, Alabama, and this question's for Creeber How big your dick kids? I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> hey, and, yeah. Big a lot like a watermelon, babe. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> well
1: we got some crazy uh she's gotta be Silicago, okay. <laughs> yeah, she's uh
2: yeah sometimes the crazies get through. You try to pre-screen them as good as you can, but hey, you know what? what's uh what has got some fans out there. He's, He's got here.
1: some people, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes Nothing wrong yes. Let's go to Jerry in Knoxville.
2: Hey boys this Jerry Kirstenberger from Knoxville, Tennessee. I just want to say, go Vols. And how do you puds
3: think the fucking Vols are going to do this year? I know they're going to beat Bama, boy. Yeah, you know it. Go Vols, baby. Hang up,
1: you dumbasses.
0: <laughs> 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 oh,
1: Jerry. Oh, I think yeah. they're going to fucking go like six and six. Fuck them. <laughs> Yeah, I I think you're right. I think their year was last year. I don't think they're going
2: to – that quarterback they're talking about now, he looks pretty good on paper, but I don't think they have the whole team. I don't think they have the momentum that they're going to have last year. They don't have Hendon Hooker. Coach is good. I mean, he's – He's a
0: Milton, right?
2: Yeah. They've they've got a lot to say about him, but I do think that – I I don't think he's Hendon Hooker. I I don't – I do think – I think Hype uh, was a good coach. I just, I don't think it's going to be like last year. I think more
1: than anything, they had the
2: momentum going in there and they had uh, the game changer in Hooker. So, yeah, I mean, six, seven wins. Um,
1: yeah, well, Joe Milton is not really proven. He, um, <clears throat> he's, got a, he's got a hell of an arm, but he's just not accurate. So you can have arm talent, but if you're not hitting those uh, receivers on their routes – then you're not going to fucking do shit. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Impressive. Maybe you could do some quarterback camps or something, but uh, you know, unless he gets his accuracy down, he's not going to do anything anywhere. Really. Nope.
2: everybody so says damn. that. You, know, you, you, you can watch practice footage all day. You can watch him play in uh, their, their first-team defense. You can watch him chuck a ball 80 yards, 85 yards, whatever the hell he's doing, quick feet, drills, anything that looks impressive on the gram or on the internet or on TV. But until you get into playing a live game or a big opponent, man, you don't know what the fuck they're all about. That's what's going to show you and what they are. And I just don't see it. I think Tennessee was kind of one and done last year. I think that was their best opportunity they're going to have in a long time uh, to get where they need to go with how good Georgia, Alabama still recruiting. I even think Hugh Freeze at Auburn's going to do good. So And Lane Kiffin. So I think Tennessee still middle of the pack, if that
1: they a quarterback. I don't even know what the quarterback room is besides Joe Milton, so that's not good. And I, mm-hmm. and I, you know, so I heard nothing. Let's go ahead and go to Jason in New Mexico. Jason, what up? Hey, fellas. This is Jason from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Did you guys hear about Jim Rouse? No. What? Yeah. The, what? no, I did hear about him. Yeah, we, I just hope he's going to be okay and just prayers for Jim. And, uh, Yep, I love wrestling. My favorite is Ric Flair. (laughs) And I love the show, boss. Just want to say hey, and y'all have a great night. Yeah, so uh, Jim Ross busted his ass um, on the way to Summit. He got a big-ass black eye. Man, I like Jim Ross. He seems like just a a funny motherfucker. Yeah, he don't give a fuck anymore.
2: Uh, I love that about him. Uh, I hate to hear that. I saw that literally a couple hours ago that uh, somebody posted a picture of the black eye. Um, What happened? So he fell?
1: He said he took a tumble, and uh, he was still on the way to the event, but I think he uh, didn't go or didn't do whatever he was. I don't know if he was uh, announcing or whatever, but I don't think he he did it. Man, that was a big-ass black eye. Yeah, a, it was. Ugh.
2: Man, maybe somebody punched his ass. <laughs>
1: Maybe his wife beat his ass. I don't even know if he's married or not, to be honest. No, with his but. wife
2: died in a car wreck a
1: couple of oh, years
3: ago. Oh, shit. Sorry,
2: Jim. I didn't know. No, you know what, though? I think that has contributed to his, uh, and he's mentioned it before. I've listened to some of his podcasts. He does, but uh, I think Conrad Thompson, he's, uh, dude, he's really great to listen to. I mean, definitely the best announcer of all time in wrestling, in my opinion, but. Uh, yeah, he had some hard time. That Bell's palsy shit, and then his wife. And he sounded like he truly loved his wife. I know a lot of us clown and shit, but, I mean, he was, uh, you know, really, you know, loved her. they have been together a long time. Yeah, I think she she was killed in a car wreck. Uh, not even, I think it was, like, five years ago. Maybe it was mid-2010s or some shit, but he said that's one reason he's, like, older and crankier now, because he misses her, he hates the Bell's palsy shit. He's getting older, so... Dude, it's sad. Our childhood heroes, man. They get old and shit.
1: That is something that does happen. But... You know what else happens? What happens? Hey, blah, blah, blah. What's going on in the news? Well, I'm about to tell you. You want to hear it? Here it goes. Mark Anthony, that old bitch-ass fool, announces birth of seventh child on Father's Day. What's up with these old-ass men having a bunch of kids? Fifty-four-year-old singer. Who did this article? Annie Martin, right? That's who did this article. The 54-year-old singer recently welcomed his seventh child. It was first with his wife, model nadia Ferreira. yeah i'm looking at this picture mark anthony looks like a little old rat looks like a little old rodent or some shit Mm -hmm. this bit yeah models she she looks good i mean you know she's a model though you know they're supposed to be you know and she's i don't know man she's hot but she's that like fake hot you know what i mean i don't know she looks good but
2: sometimes they go for that more unique perspective on a person like oh man they're unique
1: looking but they're not attractive you know what i'm saying yeah she's just she's like a model i mean yeah i, I sound weird saying that but uh, well mr anthony shared this uh news in an instagram post on sunday on father's day alongside a photo of himself holding the new baby quote god's timing is always perfect he cash in the post happy father's day end quote mm fellow singers Maluma and Carlos Rive, Rivera were among those who congratulate the couple. Congratulations, Mark. Rivera wrote it in Spanish. Uh, Anthony has six other kids. Twins, Max, and the second wife, Jennifer Lopez. Uh, who she had a big ass. Sons, Ryan, Adrian with his first Wee. wife, Taurus, son, Chase, and daughter with ex-partner Deborah Sato. I guess if you got a lot of money, you can have a nanny raise him, man, because he's got to be gone all the time, right? Doing his music that dropped probably sucks. Sure. I never mark anthony i don't give a shit about him
2: yeah i think it, they got these guys are getting older they've lost a lot of their relevancy they're still uh i guess able to fucking knock up women so i mean what the fuck else they want to do? have a kid that somebody else gonna take care of you got the money to pay for it fuck it
1: yes i guess so so congratulations mark anthony you dumb bastard Oh man, we have some little bit of sad news right now. Rapper Big Pokey dies at 45 after collapsing on stage. Milton Powell, who did this article, Karen old Karen Butler. So, uh, Big Pokey. Now I can't remember. He was with the Screwed Up Click, I think. And uh, I remember hearing on him on some stuff like with Paul. Wall. I think it was on Paul Wall sitting sideways and DJ Screw's June 27th. So, uh, yeah, on stage, well, at least he passed away doing what he loved, rapping somewhere, and uh, he was 45 years old, man. I think he was a big fat dude, too. Yeah, he's a big dude, so, man, when you're fat like that, a lot of health problems once you get in your 40s and 50s and, you know, even beyond there. Unless you have some kind of strong genetic features that uh, take you beyond that. I. e. George Burns or some shit. He'd be in smoking and stuff till he was like a hundred and something.
2: Damn.
1: But uh he wasn't fat though. So No, that, that's, uh, that.
2: <laughs> that's uh that's that's the killer there. Uh and man, I mean Houston. Purple drinks
1: shit. Houston, yeah. Texas. Purple drink. Yeah, yeah, uh I think he was on some Megan the Stallion shit too, but I don't listen to the new rap, it's pretty sucky. I didn't
2: know.
3: And,
1: it was uh, was. Uh, uh yeah. Well, you probably wouldn't because he's pretty, like, he. If unless you listened to this shit and, like, saw the songs featuring, you know, Big Pokey or whatever, uh, then you probably wouldn't know. But uh, I did not like, I was like, oh, Big Pokey, man. <laughs> I mean, he's oh, cool, shit. but, uh, yeah. All right. So, sad news there. Rest in peace to Pokey. And oh, what else the fuck is going on in the heave, in the? Heave. I know we got some fucking weird news because it's always some weird news going on in the world, folks. You asking me about what might be weird? Well, I'm gonna tell you right now. In weird news, <laughs> there's nothing really weird. <laughs> You built that Uh, shit up. What the hell, man? I was, I got, I had like two or three, and I'm like, man, it's just, it's not gonna, it's not, it's not very good. (laughs) Uh, You got, you got to pick at least the best one. You set everybody up right now. Uh, Weird uh, news.
2: Oh, we don't have weird news. I was
1: buying, buying time, man. (laughs) maybe I can find one real quick because I thought that I was gonna go with one, but it's just not really weird. Uh. Ohio woman um, refuses to move a 9.5 foot werewolf from her yard. That's not really weird. I saw ben it. Hooper. That's a
2: good story. It's a good story. Yeah, good, well,
1: why it. are they making her remove it, I guess? An Ohio woman says she has no plans to remove it. 10 foot werewolf statue from her yard. Uh, despite a warning from the city, old Mary Simmons of Dayton said she bought it for Halloween and just left it up. He's kind of my house, my mascot, she said. Uh, I kind of look at it as a security thing. He wants to Break into a house with a 9.5-foot werewolf sitting outside of it. I know I would not. Um, He's got his own Facebook page now. Neighbors look like they're all right with it. But the city official says they're probably not going to enforce the removal at this time. So she's going to keep old Phil in her yard. I guess that's his name. Duh. Uh, quote, I don't want somebody walking by and his head falls off hitting him. She said, I try to treat people like I want to be traded, and I would not want that to happen to me. So good for old Mary Simmons. She's going to keep it up. Yeah. Yay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what? We had somebody locally that did that. They had those big-ass Home Depot skeletons, and they put them up for Halloween, then Thanksgiving rolled around, and they put them like, in like a pilgrim outfit or some shit, and it became a little bit of local news around the community. And I liked it. I thought it was funny as hell. And it, looked, it didn't look trashy. It looked funny. Uh, christmas rolled around put a big santa claus hat on him and shit of course there's people with nothing better to do that started complaining about it uh getting on facebook neighborhood pages telling them they should take it down it's evil looking um uh, man let people have fun and chill and shit
1: yeah why not who cares yeah you know as long, you know it's not like it's spitting acid or something so uh, oh light brights at the house i didn't even see her there i was what a uh, move. what's going on if you want to call in we'll put you on the uh thing in my dupe aloha aloha what it, oh, oh what's been going on light bright in a minute there so glad to have you here course that is cool if you do come on there i'm not seeing anything on the screen so we're gonna roll with uh really not a, a lot of other shit Dion sanders might be having his uh foot removed amputated he's always been having these foot problems not not always but he's been having these foot problems lately man kind of fucked up i hope they get it I together in Colorado.
2: did they say what the genesis of his foot problems was uh how the fuck did he fuck it up so bad yeah, diabetes. He, said he has,
1: uh, yeah, bl- uh, blood circulation issues. That's usually what that is. I don't know if he has, uh, had, uh, diabetes, but um, I know he had two toes amputated. That's fucked up, oh, son. Ooh, yeah. I saw a uh, legendary
2: MMA fighter, Don the Predator Fry, reached out to Dion via Instagram, and he actually uh, told him to go do the stem cell treatment down in. Uh, Somewhere in Mexico. I wanted to pronounce the place, but I'd butcher it. Uh, he told him not to do anything amputation wise until he goes and seeks that. I've actually known a couple of people who have done these stem cell treatments and they say they feel fucking amazing. Now, they didn't do it specifically for this. I don't know how it would work. I'm not an expert on it, but I thought it was an interesting caveat that uh, a big time guy in the MMA world, Don the Predator Fry, uh,
1: put that out there. Um,
2: I don't know. Have you ever heard about the stem cell shit?
1: Uh, I've heard a little bit about it. I'm not really. Yeah. Yeah, I could, probably couldn't talk anything about it. But hopefully he doesn't have to have his. Uh, he says he can't feel anything in the bottom of his foot. And uh, that would suck to have your foot amputated, man. Hopefully he will get better. So.
2: Yeah, I was going to say I would try every other option before I chop my foot off.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, neon, neon. Nothing else in the news. Uh, gonna go ahead and cut it short. Well, I Was looking at some nerd news, but nothing um, as far as like nerd news really that I would want to discuss. And uh, yeah, so uh, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, Have a good night,
2: guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's it. I spent
2: right. weird dog days of summer are beginning. It's quiet. Not much is really happening in the news world. I've even tried to look today. Didn't see shit besides uh, big pokey and Dion uh, going on. So no, I'm with you. There's there's just not a ton going on out there. Everybody's traveling and shit, chilling, going
1: um, to the beach. Man, I want to go back to the beach. I might just go this weekend and just. Just, just go out there, sleep in my okay. car out there or something. I don't know if it'll be so booked up, but I could find a place if I just like went ahead and got down. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah,
2: get, you can find a place for sure. I was actually looking, thinking about trying to get the, uh, maybe a weekend, take the kids or something like that. Man, God, just right now. Oh, yeah,
1: man, take the little shitsters out there
2: yeah let them run around and shit be chilling in the chair I, I need somewhere when we went that was a little more private though it's funny because i just don't like being around i'll pay extra money to not be around other people and it's funny because i'm a social person but when i'm trying to chill man i want my own vibe and stuff people love getting in that traffic and driving down there and being in a big ass hotel with i want some that's a little more secluded a little more private you're not going to get complete privacy but i need a smaller place and I don't know. One time I went down there and like I saw on the beach like five rows of like, you know how they have the beach chairs that are uh, with the umbrella that the hotel puts out there in the morning. There's like five rows of that shit. You got to navigate all around that to get in the fucking ocean with 18,000 goddamn kids. Ugh.
1: Yeah, that shit is bogus and acting up. Oh, that little spot of 33A, though, was pretty, uh, pretty tight. Yeah, so.
2: that's, a, that's a cool spot. Man, fuck it. If you go down there and we just uh park our car out there, throw a tent up or some shit.
1: Hey, asshole, That'd be cool, man. Shit, that's a pretty cool little spot. So, good to get away, man. You know, good to uh, hang out. Look at girls with the blonde butt hairs that are oh, walking around shit. for a little while. And catch uh, some rays, man. Get in the saltwater, man. You know, it's the summertime. Time to do it. We need another trip down there before uh
2: for the summer is out. Maybe we can find some time. And I know we got a group trip we're planning next year. That's uh, gonna be fun too.
1: Yeah, <laughs> stripless. Let's go ahead and go to Harriet and T town.
3: Hey, boss, how y'all doing, Harriet? And this motherfucker. What, what up, Harriet? What's up, what's up? I just want to say something to that dumb motherfucker Jared Kursnemberg, whatever the fuck his name is. I see the fuck y'all. <laughs> let me tell y'all something the tide is gonna roll over y'all bitch ass hunky bunkin ass motherfuckers you goddamn motherfuckers don't know about the tide fuck tennessee and josh hyper fat ass we come for you this year you know what's up we're gonna be smoking them guys, motherfucker that's what's up roll time baby god
1: damn <laughs> oh it's getting pumped up for the yeah. for the uh Upcoming football season. Th- this show hasn't been good to Harriet. Harriet uh, started off as a sweet older lady
2: that loved calling in, and now, man, she is a. She, we've got her worked up on football she's a season. Pistol. She's,
1: she's a pistol,
2: is. man. She a shotgun. God damn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's definitely a pistol. She's oh a man, yes. That's <laughs> oh, Harriet be smoking them blunts and shit. I know. She brings uh, up she, a good question.
2: Oh, I know she smokes some balloons. Let's get them big-ass ones, too. She probably uh, catches it out in one one toke. The um, the good question, though, we always go down this path. Nothing's known, but uh, fuck it, we're just throwing out there. I think she's a little overly confident in Bama this year. But you should be in your team. But realistically, what do you think? Bama this year, they got a chance. I think Saban's got one anyway. him uh, still. I just don't know if it's this year.
1: I'm not hearing anything good about the quarterback room. And nope. so I don't know. It's like a 50 50 ball, I guess. We'll see what happens. Not good. No. I don't not. think. They don't have a Bryce. Um, and uh, so I just don't know, man. I just don't know. Just don't know. don't know. I don't
2: either. I, I think. Uh... I think the future's bright. The recruiting looks good. It always has. I think the past couple of years kind of shifted over towards Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. But I think Bama's coming back. Saban. I thought about this the other day. If there's one thing Nick Saban is that makes him the greatest coach, uh, besides all the fucking national championships, dude, he's adapted. I mean, he's a survivor. He, he's, if you go back and you watch games, and my dad was watching one this weekend, my motherfucking dad watching like a 2008 Alabama game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he that fuck that USFL shit. <laughs> yeah. He's he watching it like it's the first time, too, like getting excited, standing up and shit. Uh, but yeah, if you go back and you watch the old uh, Nick Saban, uh, Offense back then and his recruiting, I mean, it's a a heavy ground and pound style. You know, lots of great running backs came out back in that initial Saban push. I mean, Mark Ingram, one of them, Trent Richardson, Eddie Lacy. Uh, Then it started shifting and you had the quarterbacks show up. He always had pretty good quarterbacks, but arguably game managers. I hate that term because I don't think it's really fair to call some of them that, but that's what they did. And then it kind of shifted to that high open wide receiver uh, quarterback combo. Uh, I mean, Calvin Ridley, um, God, Jerry Judy rugs. I mean, you had a really and then great quarterbacks too. So, uh, saving a I, I think he's got one more national championship in him. I don't think he's retiring anytime soon. He's looking pretty spry, but I, I do think that, uh, this year is going to be a, I think it's going to be tough on him.
1: Yeah, we'll see. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm ready for the uh, football season to come on and get witted because there's, we got USFL and uh, they had some pretty good games this weekend. There was a blowout, but uh, Stallions came through, so that was cool. And uh, that was actually a good game, but they didn't even need, they didn't even have to have fucking Magoo out there because they're gonna make the playoffs anyway, but still want it so he's a warrior he likes getting in there so that'll look good for his tape from the nfl and uh, we'll see man hopefully uh, these guys make it to the next level and uh, get that paper get that money why not you know that's what you're in it for well you're in it for the love but i mean you know these guys want to go to that level and make that money man yeah um they want to be stars why not why not you know in this this show that we do we do vintage video game reviews we do new game reviews we do all that shit but now with this one coming up this is definitely a vintage one so let's go ahead and we're gonna go ahead and you know, in order to get it get into it <laughs> Haha. <laughs> so, uh, Dig Dug, man, this is an old ass game. Dig Dug. Well, fuck yeah. Great game. 82. 82. 1982. Dig Dug. what? Uh, oh, uh, it's a maze arcade video game developed by Namco. 1981. Released in 82. Those must have been, okay, uh, yeah. Uh, distributed because that was. Developed in 1981, okay. Duh. Distributed in North America by Atari, Inc. The player controls Dig Dug to defeat all enemies per stage by either inflating them to bursting or crushing them underneath rocks. Dig Dug was planned and designed by Master Shisha Agami with help from Galaga creator Shiger- Shigeru Yokoyama. <laughs> <laughs> it Good was pro- <laughs> It was programmed for the Namco Galaga arcade board by Shuichi Fukutani, Fukutani, who worked on many of the Namco's early arcade games along with Toshio Sakai. Music was composed by Yuri Yuriko Kino, and uh, the character moment, movement, uh jingle at executive's request as her first Namco game. Uh, Enco heavily marketed it as a strategic digging game. Upon release, Dig Dug was well received by its critics for addictive gameplay. I could see, like, someone on meth really playing the fuck. Oh, God, hell yeah. <laughs> Cute characters and strategy. During the golden age of arcade video games, it was globally successful, including uh, as the second highest grossing arcade game of 1982 in Japan. It prompted a long series of sequels and spin-offs, including Mr. Driller, and that was on several platforms. It is in many Namco video game compilations for many systems. Oh, so it's a maze video game. Pretty self-explanatory if you were a kid that went into an arcade back in the day. You definitely saw this game, and man, because it had the bright colors, you know, the red and oranges. And um, I don't know. It's just kind of cool looking as a kid. Playing it was fun. And um, even I went back and played it again. And you know what? It has a weird addictiveness kind of to it once you start getting into it. Um, so, and then you also have the nostalgia factor that plays into it. So we talked about it's a maze video game. Player controls Dig Dug to eliminate each screen's enemies. Pookas, red creatures with comically large goggles and feigars, fire-breathing green dragons. Dug can use an air pump to inflate them to bursting or crush them under large falling rocks. Bonus points are awarded for squashing multiple enemies with a single rock and dropping two rocks in a stage yields a bonus item, which can be eaten for points. Once all the enemies have been defeated, Dig Dug progresses to the next stage. Enemies chase Dig Dug through dirt in the form of ghostly eyes, only becoming solid in the air where his pump can stun or destroy them. Enemies eventually become faster and more aggressive. The last one and the last one attempts escape. Later stages vary in dirt color while increasing in uh, the number of speed. Or the number, uh, the number and speed of enemies. <clears throat> did you, uh, did you play this back in the day? It might have been a little before your time, there, Jay Wiggy. It was a little before my time, but I,
2: I, I've played it. I think I played it. Man, maybe I played it on a throwback machine. Um, I know I have played it though. But you, you nailed one concept. And looking at these screenshots, man, it, it's colorful as fuck. You, you didn't really see a lot of bright ass colors uh, for these really classic arcade games. So kind of got a pretty look to it for lack of a better term.
1: Definitely was eye catching back in the day, especially when you're a kid roaming through the arcade and you know, you're best, uh, looking at the games and what, what's next What uh, what else do I want to play? You know, it's such a, right. uh, what an entrance, uh, I don't even know what the word is. Captivating. Captivating. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I can't even think of that damn word for it. Uh, Just uh, so many lights and all the colors and uh, everything so new. Never really, you know, going to the arcade was a treat back in the day, you know. Um, So, uh, man, the the damn kids nowadays, they don't know about that shit. Because all that's on their phone. Fucking wussies. But, you know, I guess it's just goddamn um, what happens, you know. Technology and shit takes over and shit changes. But, yeah, those
2: days. Those Uh,
1: days take me back
2: yeah especially the 80s games um i was a little young for the 80s games but i remember some of them my dad actually took me and my brother uh he used to actually go to this weird laundromat uh, i think he was actually buying weed there but i think he told us he was doing laundry uh but yeah, yeah. spoke it up he had a. they had a he'd give us quarters we were little bitty kids at this time play arcade games if you remember laundromats and uh Tons of other places uh, used to have arcade games, besides the arcade, obviously, and uh, the the ones back in the 80s, they were just very drab looking. Now, we had fun with them, because that's what you fucking knew, but something like this was really bright. Now, when you got into the 90s and NBA Jam, shit like that, dude, yeah, it was cool as fuck, but yeah, the 80s, you kind of had a little bit of one-dimensional look to them, uh, so Dig Dug kind of stuck out from the pack with the bright-ass colors and pukas and the uh, Gars and all that. Pocus, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: so it was a critical and commercial success upon release. Was praised for its gameplay and layered strategy. In Japan, it was the second highest-grossing arcade game of 1992 Below Namco's pole position in North America, Atari sold 22,228 Dig Dug arcade cabinets by the end of 1982, earning $46 million, equivalent to about $140 million in 2022 in cabinet sales. Around 1983, in July, it was one of the six top grossing games popular during the golden age of arcade video games. The 2004 Famicom mini release had 58,572 copies sold, and the Xbox Live Arcade version sold 200,000, uh, 20, 20,000, Um So that, that was about 2011. This is a classic game. I mean, um, there's a long series of spin offs. Yeah, Dig Dug 2. We'll probably get to that one next week. And this one, that one was a little different. Uh, not as good. Opting for an overhead perspective instead of digging through the earth. But we'll get into that. They even got a 3D remake of this shit. Goddamn. Uh, Dig Dug Deeper. <laughs> <laughs> Dig Dug Deeper. Yeah, Polynome Fling. Oh, I was say. <laughs> oh! Um. I I don't think anything could, you know, probably compare to the first incarnation of Dig Dug. It's probably one that's just hard to uh, recreate because it was so big.
2: That's actually a really, really good topic we need to invest in. Uh, I think it'd be good for video games and good for movies on which ones had sequels that either bombed or blew the original away. Because something like... uh, Dig Dug, you know, the sequel sucks. It reminds me of Zelda 2. If you remember that, the Adventure of Link was also terrible. They went from the top. See, they kind of reversed it. They went, I think, top down on the original one. Then they went to the side-scroller on 2. And it's like, what the fuck? It was terrible. Um, then you think about movies. Uh, what's a good sequel? Oh, Terminator 2. I mean, I love the original, though. So I wouldn't say the original was bad, but T2 kicked its ass. Um, yeah, was very know. good yeah classic so i'm curious how many sequels bombed uh that would be a good uh buster uh what video game movie edition i'm, I'm curious what other people think out there Have you got any shoot us a message because uh yeah it's funny there's there's very few that just sync up really well um that i can think of i'm not talking about annual games that come out like sports games and shit where they make upgrades i'm talking about something where they're rewriting and which one was sequeled, especially back in the day. Because I remember Zelda 2 was just an abomination.
1: Yes. Games game sucked it. Back in the Dig Dug. I'm going to give this one a... 4 out of 5, so it's pretty classy, pretty good. It's like one of those games that's just like... You know, time, it's a time... It's... For the time period it's in, it's like, you know, if that game were to come out now, it would suck ass. But then you got to think it would not be, it would be some other game to take its place that was that game. Not Dig Dug, you know, maybe Doug Dig, who knows? But it wouldn't be the exact Dig Dug, right? Dig Hmm. Dug Deeper. Ah, Uh. Oh. Oh. All right, so yeah, go play that again if you nerds like that shit, because I do. Pretty fun, pretty fun. Did you get to catch any USFL games, Jay Wiggs?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. I caught a couple uh, USFL games this weekend. My picks weren't that good, though. Um, I can't even remember which game we watched. I actually watched one with my dad um poke my head in on it but since we've already scratched the surface on that grant mills you made a fantastic turnaround where you were kind of on the lower end of the totem pole last week this week 75 percent, three out of four while liss and jay wiggy both at the bottom of the pile one out of four we both just got birmingham right so mm. uh, yeah our week to suffer but like i said i think that's uh sucks to lose but at the same time shows that it's the USFL is pretty unpredictable, so and yeah, you were right earlier. Talk about a blowout. The maulers did not see that coming against the generals. I guess I should have, they both suck AS, but
1: hey man, you know,
3: I'm shit happens sometimes. Yeah, that's bullshit. I lost a thousand dollars. Yeah,
1: Gosh. well, you're stupid. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> Alright, well we uh, Look, I think it's the playoffs now Actually, so we should actually get into some Where's uh, uh, Okay, so this is well. it's been the playoffs We're in the, I guess, second round Next week, and then uh, after that Is the championship. And, uh, yep So it is actually, yeah, that's right, June the 24th on a Saturday, 7 p.m. NBC. You're looking at the Michigan Panthers, Pittsburgh Maulers. Jay Wiggy, you picking in this one. They both got the same record. Yeah, they both fucking suck. Michigan got to win this past week.
2: Uh, I'll go Pittsburgh Maulers.
1: I want to go Michigan on the this I and mean, They may be riding away.
3: I'm going to Peaberg,
1: y'all. Sunday, June the 25th. Uh, oh. It's Fox, 6 o'clock. New Orleans Breakers, Birmingham Stallions. At Protective, this should be a pretty good game. Yeah, shit. Let's go B-Ham. I'm going B-Ham all day, baby. You know, man. All right, and then the uh, winners of that will be in the championship on July the first. So that should be good, everyone. Where's the championship at? Are they? Uh, is that a? Did they announce the
2: location? I'm sure they did. It can't be that fucking secret. It's the USFL. Uh, oh, uh, it's in Canton, Ohio. Okay, I yeah. just see it now. Okay,
1: Canton, Ohio. Oh.
2: It seems like we just started talking about it I actually got to sneak into two games this year With uh, Birmingham Stallions Two early season games Uh, So I wish I would have gone to more uh, But I definitely have kept up with A little better than I thought I would So I've enjoyed the season
1: Oh man, oh man Light, bright, what um, The hell was I going to ask you? (laughs) Anything big happening this coming week? Uh-huh. she might not be at the computer but it's all good we Jay wiggy what it do what it do Light like bright i'm wondering we were talking earlier i know she was doing the restaurant deal hopefully that's going good if you want to uh get on you can if not it's all good too opens on friday awesome man well hopefully uh that will be good and you get a lot of cash all some tips and uh whatever doing i can remember if she said she was uh general manager or i can't remember something like that maybe oh let's get her in all righty and right on to the panel there oh there we go perfect hello light bright how are you what's
0: up guys i'm good what it do I'm so you open it this
1: friday
0: yep I'm um, finishing up onboarding employees into payroll right now, as we speak.
1: Oh yeah, well that's cool. Now, you, what you say you are the the GM or the
0: GM and the the bar manager, bartender?
1: Oh, okay. Nice, nice. Right. So you're back behind the bar, flipping bottles, and you'll be doing tricks and shit.
0: Yeah, actually, I am practicing um, my flare, flare trick.
1: Flare,
2: I love this.
0: Yeah, I can throw, I can toss the cup behind my back and up over my shoulder and catch it with the other hand. And I can um, flip the cup, like roll it over my thumb. I can roll it down and back up. Um, I can pour with two bottles in the same hand at the same time. I'm learning some stuff. I can roll the bottle down, like start at my shoulder and roll it down my arm and pour it in, pour the shot into the cup. Damn. That's all I can do so far.
2: That's a a pretty good portfolio. Uh, Grant Mills uh, can do that as well. He'll be breaking all the bottles and shit, but he's going to practice.
1: I definitely Mm -hmm. can't do that. I can pour whiskey into a shot glass. That's about as good as I get. Good start. Yeah, just enough to get the job done. To get the, job. Uh, the
0: way I do bartending, to me, it's like you got to give your customers like a show, you know, it's entertainment.
1: Yeah, I can see yeah. that. Nothing really wrong best. with
2: that. Nothing wrong with having a pretty face, a nice smile, and a, a shot of whiskey. That's that's who gives the tips, who's ever handed me the whiskey, but it always helps to be pretty.
0: all <laughs> right
2: Absolutely. Well, best of luck. Oh, yeah. That sounds awesome. You got your plate full. You got to let us know, call in, let us know how things go. Um,
1: yeah i'm excited for you
0: thank you i'm nervous but i'm excited
1: (laughs) so what time do you guys open is it like a lunch and dinner dinner spot but
0: it's just dinner we don't open until four
1: all right you said it's an italian place
0: uh fish and seafood
1: Uh, i'm way off god damn (laughs) (laughs) that's right now (laughs) i remember fish and seafood okay well hey i love me some fish seafood is good so, um, yeah, I'm in love with that. And, uh, well, 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 the oncoming week, my folks, it is, well, it's coming. It's coming up. You know what I mean? My man, Jay, Wingy, you got your uh, food prep ready. What's on the, uh, what's on the menu for this week?
2: You know what? I'm back to trying to put on a little bit of weight, uh, trying to get stronger. I got some of this mass gainer coming, uh, drinking, uh, I had the first one this morning, shit sucks. Got some pasta this week, though. Uh, Tacos, some uh, spinach for some salads. I've changed it up this week, went a little more international. Got some carbs in there, so uh, nothing too exciting. Still basic shit, but uh, yeah, ready for it, man. It's gonna be a good week of delicious ass food instead of my basic chicken and rice. (laughs)
1: Y'all <laughs> go with the chicken and rice. Eey, I don't know. That's that's kind of like, yeah, it's bland as fuck. I'd be. Getting bored with that. Maybe I'm going to put some spices on there. Some uh, also, it's, some it's the
2: butter. easy and the... Yeah, easy, cheap. I always throw a little butter and some barbecue sauce on that shit. But, uh, garlic on no shame. Hell yeah. I like the I like the easy shit. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll break something down real quick. I'll look this up for us. Uh, Doink the Clown is airing tomorrow. Premieres Tuesday, 10 p.m. on Vice. Uh, every week after that, I think it's every Tuesday, they're going to have a... Wrestling, uh, Dark Side of the Ring, Junkyard Dog, Tragic Fall of Adrian Adonis, Bash at the Beats 2000, Abdullah the Butcher, Legacy of Blood, Bam Bam Bigelow. Damn, he was badass. remember that, Bam Bam I Bigelow?
1: I remember Abdullah with up forehead, man. He looked crazy as hell.
2: Yeah, and they got something about Butcher Marty Janetti. Was- oh, Abdullah the Butcher was crazy. So, yeah, that is tomorrow
1: 10. If you like wrestling like we do, uh, check that out. Man, check it out! Check it out! It's crazy. whoa. Yo, it's Criggy, What's going on this week?
3: I'm just chilling with baby y'all, doing what I gotta do. You know, doing what I gotta do. And she, yeah, I'm a bitch, being a being a fucking dedicated boyfriend, y'all.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> I gotta
3: go, get yeah, beast. All
1: right, man. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Whis, he's whipped. What's is whipped. Wagon. Oh. Come on, man the pussy that good i don't know light bright words of wisdom before we get out of here
0: um (laughs) no
1: no words of wisdom (laughs) that's all right all right right. well jay wiggy what about you my friend
2: ah let's see i think i got something from the creator of dig dug shawoki fukatani he said uh, everyone has a purpose in life maybe yours is watching tv uh, or listening to podcasts, and in that case, uh, Grant Mills is going to tell you how to look up our old episodes in the vault. Uh,
1: that's right, everybody. Every uh, every Monday, nine thirty uh, Central Time. Check out the old episodes from one to one hundred one. Fun stuff, fun times. You know, funny shit. Maybe it's also not funny, but uh, check it out. Hope <laughs> you uh, have a great week weekend. Good luck to Lightbright in the opening there. Good luck. <laughs> good luck baby Thank you. come back here 9 30 in the dirty every monday we love you and smoke it Peace.
3: Rudy, get in the jello. <laughs>